InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. If you're a woman and the idea of owning a business appeals to you, listen up. Although the number of female-owned businesses in the U.S. has been growing, these businesses employ only 6% of the country's workforce and account for only 4% of national revenues. With more on the story, here's InfoTrack's Taryn McCall. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. American Express Open just released the State of Women-Owned Business Report, and Julie Weeks is here to help us sort out the statistics. She's a research advisor for American Express Open and the author of this report. First, let's go over the key finding. If there are so many female-owned businesses and the numbers are growing, why do they account for so little in terms of employment and revenue? Well, part of it has to do with women's entrepreneurship in the big scheme of things still being a relatively new phenomenon. It's also the case that when you're comparing women-owned firms, which are you know, majority privately held women-owned firms, you're comparing to the national average, which includes very huge companies like General Electric and Google and Microsoft and those sorts of businesses. Is the growth that your survey showed across all sectors or primarily in the quote-unquote traditional women's fields? Yeah, that's a good point, especially when you're saying quote-unquote traditional, because what we found looking over the last 14 years, and this analysis looks from 1997 to 2011, is that there's a growing diversification of women-owned firms in all industries. And even though there are still some industry sectors where half or more businesses are owned by women, such as in healthcare and social assistance and in educational services, which is nearly half, Really, it's hard to say that there's a traditional industry for women anymore because women are diversifying into so many different types of industries. Which states show the biggest growth in women-owned businesses? Well, when you're looking at the growth in the number of women-owned businesses, that is, how many of them are there, the fastest-growing state in the country is Georgia with nearly 98% growth. That means nearly double the number of women-owned firms since 1997. The other states that round out the top five are Nevada, Mississippi, Florida, and North Carolina. However, if you're looking at the growth in terms of economic clout, looking at the states in which the revenues of women-owned firms have increased above average, then the top five states are somewhat different. They're Wyoming, the District of Columbia, New Hampshire, Utah, and Louisiana. To what do you attribute this growth? Do states offer better business climates or special programs that favor female-owned businesses for the growth area? Yeah, certainly women-owned firms are not going to be swimming against an economic tide. So the states that are doing well generally in terms of demographic growth and economic growth are also going to be good for women-owned firms. And conversely, states where the economic climate is not as good and you're probably not going to see a real tremendous growth in women-owned firms. The survey shows a growth in actual numbers of women-owned businesses, but has the percentage of women-owned businesses changed relative to male-owned businesses? It has, not quite as dramatically. I think maybe 20 years ago, maybe 20% of firms were owned by women. Now it's 29%. So it's growing in share, but not as radically And also, as we said, the share of employment and revenue is still relatively small, and that has grown in small increments as well over the last, at least this last 14-year period and also longer. 
You touched earlier on the difference of these smaller privately owned businesses going up in a climate against large publicly owned companies. How do these smaller businesses stack up in terms of total contribution to the economy? That's interesting because large businesses are a very small share in terms of the number of businesses. About 3% of all businesses in the United States are publicly traded or not able to be defined by gender, mostly meaning they're big publicly held corporations. And up until recently, you hear the Small Business Administration and others say that over half of the net new jobs in the economy is accounted for by small business and such. And while that has been the case in the past, when we're looking at this 14-year period, larger firms are contributing a larger share now of the workforce and of the revenues. Back in 1997, Very large corporations supplied a little under half, 43% of the jobs in the United States, and now large businesses are employing 53% of the workforce. Also 14 years ago, large firms contributed about 55% of business revenue in the national economy, and now that's up to nearly two-thirds, 64% of business revenue. So this last 14-year period has not been a particularly strong one for small businesses compared to larger firms. Is there some tie-in with the economic climate of the past few years? Absolutely, I think so. There's analysis done by the Census Bureau, by the Kauffman Foundation, and others that have shown that while in the past, when there's been an economic downturn, there has typically been an uptick in small business growth, that has not happened in this most recent recession. The jobs that have been lost in larger firms have not been picked up by small businesses. So this is a recession that has acted a little bit different than some of the ones in the past in terms of small business creation being something that's kind of ameliorated the effects of a recession. Can you extrapolate future trends off of the survey that you've just completed? We can a little bit. As I say, it's not so much a survey as an analysis of Census Bureau data, but one of the things that we did this time that I don't think has been done before is we took a look at the revenue and the employment growth of women-owned firms by the size of the business to see you know, how they're growing relative to all other businesses. And we found that women-owned firms are typically keeping up the pace with respect to job growth and revenue growth over all the sizes of business growth except when they reach the million-dollar revenue mark and the 100-employee level. That, to me, was surprising in a good way. I had thought that perhaps the faltering point, if you will, for women-owned firm growth might be a little bit earlier in the growth pipeline. So I think that the fact that women-owned firms are keeping up the pace with all businesses in terms of business growth up until, you know, that relatively rarefied atmosphere of a million dollars in revenue and a hundred employees speaks to the fact that women-owned firms have been growing substantially over the past few years. Some of that growth has been hidden by the fact that we're comparing it to all firms, which include the very, very large firms. So I think that that bodes well for the growth of women-owned firms into the future because we're seeing some maturation and some increased economic contributions of women-owned firms. Our guest today is Julie Weeks, research advisor for American Express Open and author of the just-released study, State of Women-Owned Business Report. Julie, where can listeners access this report? It's available free for download on American Express Open's website, which is openforum.com forward slash women.
Julie Weeks, thanks for being with us today on InfoTrack. And for InfoTrack, I'm Taryn McCall. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks.